Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. Mitch. Doing the update right there. That is nice, Mitch. Well done. Used to have a mustache like Gardner Minshew. We call him Minch. That's where he got his nickname. Did you know that? That's where Mitch got his nickname? Yeah, Minch. I didn't know that. Yeah, of course. I a great mustache. Had like some historical significance or something, like a lot of your nicknames. But uh, Yes, it does. Not. Where are we going in this beautiful part of the program? I'll tell you where we're going. Let's not mess around anymore. It's time to play a round of Kevin or Devin. Oh, no. Really? It's time to play Kevin or Devin on the Wolf and Luke Show. All right, the rules, they are simple for this one. Kevin Durant or Devin Booker, who scores more points tonight? Would you like a reference point? I have the FanDuel over-unders on points in my hand. Do you want these yeah, or should I not give okay. them out? Um, I don't care, Luke. Do whatever you I'm want. I'm going to give them out after everybody go- makes oh, their picks. Oh, okay? I see. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right, so Rick, do you have the standings? I do. Okay, okay so Luke, you are in the, in the lead 4-0. <laughs> All right. So then the other Wolf. other records don't really matter, but okay. Okay. Wolf and I are tied at two and two, and okay. Aaron is one and three. Even though Aaron's been picked for once, and I've been picked for once. So, you know, I don't know about those results. <laughs> Did you win or lose when somebody else picked for you? I think you won, didn't you? I don't remember. I think this is a really, you're, you're saying your record should be one and two? Uh, all right, so who's picking for Aaron today? Austin. So, all right. Yeah, Austin's, not Eric. Austin. Austin is okay. going to pick simple game. It's Kevin Durant. It's Devin Booker. One or the other. The uh, It's the game that's sweeping the nation. Let's let Austin go first. Now, Austin, you can either pick what you think is going to happen, or you can just make Aaron's record even worse on purpose if you want. Man, I kind of want my own record, so if I get okay. this right, I can be undefeated. Oh, Shane. But- Don is one and zero. Actually, donor played once. He's one and zero. All right, so maybe we should do that. Maybe we'll okay. just put Austin. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> All right, your I'm... pick's going to count for you and her. Okay. All okay. Right. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Give me uh, Kevin. You know, had a rough game, and I think Kevin outscores Devin tonight. All right. <laughs> I like that pick right there by Austin. We'll just go. That's and... bold, Rick. What do you say? All right. I'm going to go ahead and go with Kevin as well. Since he made it through his son's home debut, he's going for like 45 tonight. Oh, 45. All right. Okay, there you go. Right there, Rick says that it's going to be Kevin as well. What about you, Luke? I'm torn. I was going to go Kevin, but now I'm a little nervous that everybody's picking Kevin. Um, You know what? I'm going to defer to you, Wolf. You can go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go Kevin. Great. I'm going to go Kevin. Oh, you're going to go Kevin. It, my gut says Devin. FanDuel says Devin. But I'm, I think there is something to Kevin Durant. Kind of got that weird game out of his system. He's not used to being in that weird position, you know, playing with a little bit of nerves. I don't know if he's dropping 45 tonight, but I think he's going to be hovering up around 30. I'm going to go Kevin. Okay, you know what? Let me just make a general statement. I found a great stat from basketball news based on the Nuggets deep defensive rating is nearly 13 points worse in losses, 122.4, than wins. 
109.5, representing the sixth largest gap in the NBA right now. See, for the Denver Nuggets, as we've been discussing, it's all about their defense, Luke. It's all about how they play on the defensive end of the floor. So, Devin or Kevin, or Kevin or Devin, what is it? What do we call it? Is it Kevin or Devin? Kevin or Devin. Kevin or Devin, ladies and gentlemen. So it really holds a super import for this game tonight, does it not? The Kevin or Devin. It does. Yes, it does. Because these are the two guys you could see going off. One of them. Will both go off? No. I don't think so. You out-talk the music. To me, it's going to be Devin. Oh, okay. It's going to be Devin. Right, going Devin. Right. We've already done this once, where we had Kevin Durant make his debut, of course. He went out and scored 23 points. That was nice yeah. in the first game. That was pleasant. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, have a, I have a question here. If you talk for... After the music bed, does it count? Yes, it does. I, yeah, I think it's almost like it's like the money ball in, uh, in basketball. It's worth two if you get it right. Right. Yeah. Most people would have just restarted it, Rick. Just fire it up. <laughs> Not how we do things here. Okay. It's a four-minute music bed. I didn't think we would have to go through four well, minutes you know, of that. that. It ended. You knew it ended. You might want to fire it back up. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, boy. Okay, so, right, so I'm going to go Devin right all now. Right. I just got this feeling Kevin, again, coming back, um, might be a little reticent. And, yeah, you know what? I think it's going to be Devin ah, Bucker who goes what? off. I kind of, the first four times we played this game, I was very confident in my pick. I kind of think you might be right this time because I'm looking ahead in the schedule and really last time when when Durant got in there, the one he really went off in was the third game, right? The third game. Well, the third game would be this Sunday against Oklahoma City on the road. That has Kevin written all over. (laughs) That does. Oh, wait, do we have to pick for that now too? Well, we don't have 90 more minutes. We do not. We do it a different time. (laughs) (laughs) Because we only have like eight more seconds. Yeah, no, I I just think once again, yeah, Devin is ready to go off. I think think you may be right on this one. FanDuel has the over-under... At uh, 27.5 for Book and 24.5 for KD. There it is. So Even FanDuel. Fan, we should just put FanDuel Devin. on there, too. Vandal, FanDuel's taking a. So did we all? Devin. No, we all. Who, who took Kevin? Everybody took Kevin except you. Okay, there yeah. it is. Wow. Nervous. I'm, I'm aligned with Rick. It's amazing. It's, I'm just going to go ahead and pencil a loss in next to my name. <laughs> there goes the undefeated season. Sweet. Uh, as far as where this team is, though, now, you you are turning a corner here a little bit in the sense that now it's just basketball. And, and I, I, the hope is with each passing game now, it just becomes more and more just basketball. And I'm sure Kevin Durant, just based on some of his comments, just kind of wants to be one of the guys as, as much as you can be when yeah. you have the career he's had. Yeah. Um, I just wonder if the Suns collectively as a unit if they're talking about this the fact that it's the Denver Nuggets it, you know it's it's not the San Antonio Spurs that they're playing tonight it's the Denver Nuggets and Basinonians once again you want to approach every game the same way if you're a pro that's what a pro does. He he prepares himself, and he approaches every game the exact same way. And he's going to go out there and be prepared to give his all and try to give his all, regardless of who you're playing. But to say that you don't think about who you're playing as well is just 
insincere. There's a little more juice to this game than that Spurs game on September exactly, or April fourth. That's exactly right. I wonder. Fourth, I know, and I wonder what they're thinking, though, Luke. I do. I wonder what they're thinking. What are they saying inside that locker room? Hey, listen. You know what? This is the number one seed. We all know. Hey, Da. Did you know they're the number one seed? Did you know that, Da? Um, because we know DA's awareness from time to time is that he's he's not he's got the same powers of observation that I do. <laughs> Remember the quote last year when they were like forty one and fourteen? He's like, "That's our record." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know how you guys win every single wow, night. Wow, is really? Up to that wow, <laughs> you're right. He didn't even know that. But again, that's that's okay. That's not necessarily a negative. I don't think it's a negative at all. Actually, I think that's probably the way to go through life. Be a positive. <laughs> yes, no doubt. Just keep winning. All right, uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little more, sons. Kevin Ray, the other Kevin, is going to join us for Game Day with K-Ray. Next, it's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Sons, game day with K Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. Well, I got another good one tonight at the Footprint Center. Sons Nuggets. And joining us on the uh, Arizona Sports Line right now, give us his thoughts. Wolf, it is it's game day with K Ray. So Kevin Ray of Bally Sports is here. K Ray, what's going on, man? Happy Friday to you, fellas. Yeah, you too, K. It is a happy Friday, isn't it? Yeah, guys, like, yeah, absolutely. Full basketball team intact. There's, there's not nearly the nerves that there were on Wednesday floating around the city. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, no, you're right about that right now. Listen, uh, K Ray, I want to know this. I've known you a long, long time. I know you're not going to overreact at all, but when I ask you, are you going to read into this game at all? Are you going to read into it? Here it is. It's the Denver Nuggets. They're the number one seed in the Western Conference. Are you going to read into this game at all in regard to the Phoenix Suns? No, only because it, it, it sounds uh, almost certain that we will not see Jamal Murray and uh, the two-time MVP, the Joker. Um, so with that being said, I mean, look, they the Denver played last night without Jokic, and they lost at home, where they have uh, lost very few this season. So I, I won't put anything, you know, too much stock into it as it relates to the matchup. You know, what I'm looking to, to put stock in is how this Suns team you know, comes back together now. Um, first home game under the belt for, for Katie. It sounds like, you know, there were a lot of nerves for him. And I know that may be hard for people to believe, but, you know, he talked about that in the postgame press conference. But, you know, I fully expect him to just very rare that you're going to see Kevin Durant shoot the ball the way he did the other night. So I expect a a serious bounce back. But what I'm looking for is if this Suns team, regardless who was on the floor tonight for Denver, can can continue to trend in the right direction defensively because that has had as much to do with the little mini three-game winning streak as anything. And this, yeah, Denver is a completely different team without Joker. Yeah. But, 
can you go out and conduct your business the way you want and need to defensively against a squad? Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, uh, Kay, one of the guys that I thought was, he's never going to be like a headliner in a game, so I guess he's always going to be a little under the radar, but I, I thought Josh Okogie was big in that win over Minnesota the other night, and uh, maybe it's because it's a former team or whatever, but I thought he was he was big at the start of the game, and he was he was big at the end of the game, too, and I don't know, man, like, he, he's somebody that, I'm not going to say he's like a fan favorite yet, but I really think he's, he's won a lot of Suns fans over uh, as a guy that you do trust to play some significant minutes in the playoffs and that's crazy considering where he was six months ago coming into the season uh, look no doubt about it but uh, there there is a reason that he has started the last 19 games he, you know he's earned it and aside from you know a little bit of a shooting funk <clears throat> i mean he has earned it because of what he has done on the glass and what he has done with the attack mentality uh offensively getting himself to the free throw line and, and you know by and large part getting the team into the bonus situations earlier it's you know that's the thing that the that fans often Times to look at, uh, especially with a guy like uh, Jo, is his his ability to not only draw fouls against the opponent, but what's that what that means in terms of getting the opposition into the penalty sooner, which means that next foul might put Devin Booker at the line or Chris Paul at the line or oh now let's see Kevin Durant second best free throw shooter in the league uh, so he has absolutely earned it and it, you know he, he he would he could and should earn the title of fan favorite just because of the way he's been hooping you tonight and what you're seeing guys is a guy who's kind of been unlocked and freed up, and this is not a shot at, at Chris Finch in Minnesota. We talk about it all the time. Sometimes guys are just better fits in different systems. Mm-hmm. And it took Josh, I think, a few months with this coaching staff and with this system to really understand. It's like, dude, it, it's okay to shoot the ball and miss. You're not going to get pulled off the floor. We want you for more than just your defense. And, you know, pro or not, it's still between the years, and it took him a while to really, wrap, you know, to, to wrap that around his head. And now we're, you know, he he is seeing the fruits of his labor. Yeah, Kevin, and I love that observation by you right there. Okay, we play a little game here called Kevin or Devin, and all we're doing is we're predicting who's going to score the most points tonight, Kevin or Devin. Who do you think's going to do it, Gay? Yes. <laughs> Boy, that is so good. You played that so well. Yes. Kevin or Devin right there. Because the Nuggets, let's face it, the Nuggets defense has been their Achilles heel whenever they've lost. Yeah, well, and, and look, just because they, you know, when, when you're missing the point productivity and point creation uh, with Nikola Jokic, it's understandable that they are going to fall off offensively. I mean, you know, they, they lose about 10 to 14 points per game of difference when he's not on the floor. They're three and six without him this season. So that's why I think, you know, focus defensively is going to be required tonight for the Suns. But as, you know, going back, I'll, I'll play your game and give you a, a legitimate answer here, Wolf. So I, I think we'll see a bounce-back performance. <laughs> we'll, 
we'll see a bounce back performance tonight from from KD, and I think he might uh, edge book in the uh, leading scorer category. Uh, it's just not really a shock that Kevin went with Kevin. Yes. So. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Would wrong if you didn't. But, Kay, honestly, I have not seen the reports here that Nikola Jokic is going to miss tonight's game and Jamal Murray as well. You, you've got, you feel that's going to happen? I'm feeling pretty confident. You know, Murray played last night, and Michael Malone said uh, as much afterward that he would get with the medical staff and make a determination. Um, and look, they're they're not out of the woods yet in terms of you know having locked up the, the top spot. But it's a back-to-back situation. It's travel. Uh, Jokic dealing with a calf. You know, they, they are looking at some upcoming matchups for this Denver team in order to, you know, nail things down. Uh, they'll face this Suns team again next week. Then they've got Oklahoma City and the Lakers. So all they're needing to do is, is win a couple of those games, and they can lock down the top spot. So I think he's looking at both short-term and long-term health pictures. So I, I would be stunned if either one of those guys are on the floor tonight. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, it is game day with K Ray. K, you know, so much has, has been made over the last couple of weeks of, you know, how how are the Suns going to fit it all together once KD comes back and they get their team together. And it, it, it's almost sort of a, it's almost abstract when people talk about it. So with six games left, assuming everybody is now good to go for a while, what specifically do you think they need to improve on before the playoffs start? Yeah, I think it's really now, you know, because the other night, guys, and this is this is what's mind blowing. Uh, the, with Kevin's home debut the other night, it was just the eleventh time all season long that the Suns had had their you know scheduled their slated starting five and a completely healthy roster. Unbelievable, eleventh. So, so tonight will just be the 12th. So I think in what I'm looking at is just the, the continued refinement of being on the floor together and the, you know, the ability for Monty to continue to kind of tweak and play with those rotations of who's going to be on the floor with Kevin for how long. Um, and he's got to kind of work quickly um, and, you know, trying to formulate a, uh, you know, a plan. They've got all the analytic numbers as, as, you know, far as who plays well with whom. But now you've got a chance to kind of build on that with Kevin being back healthy. So those are the things that I'll be keeping an eye on. Okay, Ray, great stuff as always, man. We appreciate the time. Thank you. You got it, fellas. Have a great weekend. You too, too, bud. That's uh, Kevin Ray of Bally Sports right there. A little game day with K. Ray joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. And when we come back, two things. One, could a new uh, trade partner potentially be emerging for the Cardinals for that number three pick? There is one specific team name that I want to discuss that we have not yet discussed. And two, I've got the D-backs lineup for tonight. Now, Wolf, so this this could be an adventure. That's next. It's Wolf and Luke at Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Welcome back here. Before we get into the uh, Cardinals, Wolf, at the D-backs lineup. Okay. I feel like for at least the first few games of the season, we're going to have to take a look at this because it's an adventure. You have no idea what's coming, okay? Is Kyle Lewis leading off? Kyle Lewis is not playing. Okay. 
batting Alec leadoff. Thomas. Huh? Alec Thomas. Alec Thomas is playing, but not batting leadoff. Okay. He will be batting eighth in center field tonight okay. as the D-backs take on the Dodgers. Merrill Kelly on the mound for the uh, the D-backs in this one against Dustin May. Uh, Josh Ro- This is the order, okay? Josh Rojas at third. Cattell Marte at second. Lourdes Gurriel uh, DHing, batting third. Christian Walker batting cleanup at first. Corbin Carroll batting fifth, so he moves up a little bit yeah. in left field. Gabriel Marino batting sixth behind the plate. Jake McCarthy batting seventh and right. Alec Thomas batting eighth and center. Geraldo Perdomo batting ninth at short. Okay. So that's a there little more traditional. Right there. Yeah, I would, I would have to say so. Um, still Josh Rojas. Josh Rojas. I'd just like to see Josh Rojas back Leading out there. Leading off, I, first of all, I love Josh. You know that. I, I love Josh Rojas. But um, I, I've, I will admit, I, I, don't, I don't think of Josh Rojas as a leadoff, a classic leadoff hitter. Hey, he's not a classic. But he's, he's done it before. Oh, I he's know. done it well. I know he has. Uh, but I, I tell you, honestly, I just like seeing McCarthy, Thomas, and Carroll in the outfield. And yes. I don't even, at this point in the season... I personally am not so caught up in where they're in the lineup. I just, are they in the lineup? Because that's already three changes from yesterday. Yeah. That's already Rojas, Perdomo, and Alec Thomas into the lineup that weren't playing yesterday. Yeah. You know, I'm a little traditional when it comes to it. Uh, I just think of the speed of of an Alec Thomas and a guy like that getting the opportunity to possibly lead off. And Josh Rojas is is a guy that's got a little thick to him, if you know what I mean, and a little Popping is bad as well, and, and we all like that. I'm just more traditional when it comes to a leadoff hitter. Uh, over to football. Make what you will of this, okay? Yeah. Because we've talked so much about, hey, with the Cardinals, would would you be willing to trade all the way down to seven if the Raiders are the team that wants a quarterback? Now, we we would, I think, universally, 100% of Cardinals fans would be willing to trade down to four. Because you're still going to get Will Anderson if that's who you want, and you're going to get additional draft capital or whatever. Would you make a trade with the Tennessee Titans? The Tennessee Titans? The Tennessee Titans. Wow, that's out of the blue. Tossed out by, uh, by Daniel Jeremiah. Here, I'll just I'll read you the quotes. Um, he doesn't say specifically to three. But this is from his Move the Sticks podcast with Bucky Brooks. He says, can I give you the team that I've been told to keep an eye on that's exploring this and looking into this? Again, this is just people around the league who said do not sleep on numero 11, which that doesn't really translate, but whatever. The Tennessee Titans, the two teams to keep an eye on with the trade-ups were the Raiders and the Titans, unquote. Yeah. That's a big drop if you're the Cardinals, dropping all the way down to 11. Like, that might be I, a huge drop. I want a lot. Forget about it. You're not getting Will Anderson. No. See, and that's where I'm in the danger zone right now because I do want Will Anderson. Not only because of the tangible, what he brings to the field, but also the intangible. The person that he is, the football player that he is, the football mentality that he plays the game with. This is exactly the new kind of culture. When you talk about culture and wanting to establish a new culture inside the Arizona Cardinals locker room, how we go about our, our business, the way we do things, I think of Will Anderson, and I want that dude. 
Will Anderson Jr., Edge, Alabama. Will Anderson, a beast, a monster, a machine. That's how the edge rusher was described while at Alabama. The two-time All-American finished his college career with 34 and a half sacks, 62 tackles for loss, and more than 200 quarterback pressures over three seasons. He is widely considered the best defensive player in this year's draft. Anderson makes game-changing plays in the run game and as a pass rusher, and with an intensity that will make Wolf proud. Scouts would like to see a more consistent motor all the way through the play, but they believe his athleticism and his will could lead to a Pro Bowl career. NFL comp, soon-to-be Hall of Famer, DeMarcus Ware. Yeah, DeMarcus Ware. Okay, that's a good comp right there. That's fine. Um, Yeah, I think he's actually more versatile than DeMarcus Ware. Marcus Ware, they 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 rushed to Marcus Ware all the time. He was more defensive end yeah. than he was outside linebacker. But he is going to be a Hall of Famer. So if you tell me I can get a Hall of Famer at third, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. I, I do. It's one of the things I love about Will Anderson, though. He's got versatility. He does. He can drop off into coverage, and you need to be able to do that from time to time. It's the reason why I say Bill Belichick actually started the zone blitz. Nobody gives him credit for doing it, but you've heard me talk about this t- Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was in a 3-4 defense. He played outside linebacker. He didn't play defensive end. He played outside linebacker. They used to rush LT, LT on the outside all the time, 90% of the time. Every now and then, he'd drop them off into coverage. Nobody would block Lawrence Taylor with a running back. It was always with an offensive tackle. So offensive coordinators would adjust their entire offensive protection based on where Lawrence Taylor was going to be. (laughs) You'd have a tackle swimming on air when he would drop off into coverage. He'd be blocking nobody, just like you see from time to time with his own blitz. That's the power of it. You know you're going to get five. You just don't really know what five are coming. You know you're going to get six. You just don't know what six are coming. So... That, to me, is why I love Will Anderson. He's more versatile, I think, than a DeMarcus Ware even. Yeah, if he's going to have the kind of career DeMarcus Ware had in terms of sacks, yeah, that's great. But I love the fact he's more versatile. This is where it gets complicated because as Anthony Richardson's stock continues to rise, it sure seems like it is. You know, what if what if you're Monty Austin for it and you get a call from the Colts and the Colts are like, hey, we'll, we'll just use that example that we used, you know, forever ago. We'll give you a second and Ryan Kelly to move up a spot, right? We're not going to bring Kelly back, whatever. I, just throw that out there. Um, or the Titans call and they're like, hey, we, we know we're moving up a lot more. We, we also want that third pick. We'll give you a second this year, a second next year, and maybe a first round pick in two years or something or a third next year. They give you something much more significant than what the Colts are offering you, but you know it's going to cost you Will Anderson. That's where this gets complicated. And even if throw the Raiders in there, too. That's going to cost you Will Anderson, too, but you can still, if there's another couple players you really like, maybe you could get one of them. You know, just because Mel Kuyper doesn't like Tyree Wilson doesn't mean the Cardinals don't. And just <laughs> right. using him as an example, but there's, He's there's more other DeMarcus Ware than Will Anderson. Really? Oh, yeah. I would The comp... Tyree Wilson, no doubt, is DeMarcus Ware. That would be the comp I would use for him. You're not going to be dropping off Tyree Wilson a lot into coverage. You're not going to be doing it. 
He just doesn't move as well in space as Will Anderson does. Uh if the if Will Anderson's the pick, does this mean we have to buy Sarah lunch? Wasn't that the deal last year? Yeah, yeah. Are we still yeah, doing I think that? So. Yeah, whoever actually voices Who voiced the spot. The pick? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right we lucked there. out last year when they traded out of the first round. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I want it bad though. I'm in the danger zone on Will Anderson so badly. Moving down to number four, <laughs> just getting a nice little juice pot for moving down to number four with the Indianapolis Colts and still being able to draft Will Anderson. I don't want number seven. I don't want to drop down to number 11. I don't want to do that. I want Will Anderson, and that's what's breaking me up today. Uh, Phoenix Rising's season kicks off tomorrow against San Diego Loyal SC, and we are giving you the chance to win tickets. So head to the contest page on ArizonaSports.com for details and your chance to win when we come back. It's time for the work week wrap-up. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, it is time for the uh, work week wrap up. But uh, before we get to that, Wolf, I've just been watching. I mean, now it's everywhere on uh, on Twitter. The just continuous loop of that Dodgers fan just getting drilled by security at the game last night. Yeah, right. Um, I've come around. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Thank you. No, Luke. None of us, Thank you. none of us care that you're proposing, and you shouldn't be on the field. Like, if you want to do it on the scoreboard, fine. But I've watched it about thirty times now, and it's like, so you think we care about your relationship so much that the game's supposed to stop for you? That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. To and be fair, I always thought he should get drilled by security, but they really no. Oh, and you know what? Way to go, security! Whoever made that tackle was great form on that tackle too, and you crushed. He him. got low. You he got low, and he. He ripped this dude into the ground, okay? Yeah, you know what? Message sent. You might this get hit. This is not about you. You might get hit for targeting on that, depending who's officiating. Look, that, I froze it right there. Look, when you freeze it like that, isn't oh, that amazing? That's, I mean, that, what a great job. I, I need to find out who this dude is. Uh, Somebody it. needs to at me. At Wolf987FM, please. I need, to who, I need to know who this guy is. You know who Just, he is? He's some rando. <laughs> this is what happens if Rando's running okay. loose on the field. He's some rando. All right, let's get into the work week wrap up right now. Monday. Monday. Uh, okay, here's John Harbaugh saying, "Hey, I don't know what Lamar's tweeting about. I think Lamar's coming back." I do. You know, you gotta you gotta plan for all the contingencies for sure. But uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty fired up about Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a great player. Lamar uh, came back in great shape last year. He's fired up to play. Uh, that's the Lamar that I'm looking for. Looking forward to seeing. Can't wait to get back on the grass and go to work, and I'm confident that's going to happen. Johnny, I, I I love you, John Harbaugh, as a coach, even as a dude. You, you are you are you are a guy, man, and I love everything about your coaching style. But come on, man, come on. You don't sound too convicted. <laughs> he sounds like John Lynch last year when it was like, "Oh yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't want him, and his arms hurt. We'll be able to trade him easily." Yeah, yeah. Or what did Cliff say? 
Josh Rosen's our quarterback. For now. Did he say for now or did we all No, he 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 did say oh. right right now. Right now, yes. He said right now, yeah, right now. Josh Rosen is our quarterback. Well, we know what that meant. Yeah. Um let's see, I'm running through this. Okay, yeah, I did that's I, I I felt tough on, on Monday. I walked in here, right? I was like, it's the, the whole stung yeah. by a bee story. I just ripped the yeah. stinger out and walked home, right? And then Tony Jefferson wrote in and was like, Yeah, I had a bee fly into my helmet during a game and sting me on the side of the head and I kept yeah. playing. So, Tony Jefferson wins. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, Luke. There's a lot worse that happens to you on a football field than a bee flying into your ear. I'm just reading what's on the list. Many times, it's getting ear-holed, as a matter of fact. That's not That great. hurts ten times, dare I say, a million times more than a bee stinging you in the ear. I don't, I don't know. A bee in your helmet doesn't sound great. Uh, DeAndre Ayton back after a four-game absence. The Suns starting to pick up some steam. Beat the Jazz. Suns win! Suns win! And the Coyotes lost to Connor McDavid and the Oilers on the Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Jonathan Gannon at the owners' meeting at the Biltmore talking about um, the Kelvin Beecham, Hollywood Brown public conversation, let's say, that they had. He said, yeah, okay, I like players being held accountable. We want to just make sure that's an accountability standpoint that, hey, this is what Coach said, this is winning behavior, and we got to make sure we're upholding that behavior. So um, I like where our team chemistry and makeup is, and but we got a lot of work to do on it as well. There's nothing like player accountability right now. I've talked about it many, many times. And that, to me, is the most important thing that exists inside a locker room. That kind of mutual respect, that responsibility that you feel towards each other. That's player accountability. about spring practice for ASU? Not uh, going the way Kenny Dillingham wanted on, uh, on one particular day. Oh, that was our worst practice by far. Yeah, worst practice by far. Not even close. Why is that? Energy, passion. It just wasn't. It wasn't there like it has been in prior days. I mean, you guys are out here. You could. You guys could probably notice it. It's just noticeably different. You know, we had a few of our leaders that you know were banged up today, so we held them, and you could see that. You could see that their passion, energy. You know, our team was looking for. You know what's noticeably different, Coach? Your voice. You were screaming, weren't you? Yeah, you didn't sound all happy. Hey, you were screaming, Kenny. <laughs> I hear your voice. Somebody was yelling. Uh, all right. Still on Tuesday, you had uh, Mike Fitzgerald joining the show. Actually, no, we're moving on to Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, Mike Fitzgerald joined the show, talked about Cattell Marte and the work he's put in this offseason. I think he's done a lot of work in the offseason to put himself in a better, you know, as good of a position physically uh, to ensure that not only he can stay healthy, but also can be the plus defender at second that we've seen flashes of, but not uh, consistently shown up in the, in the more recent years. And Wolf, Wednesday night, finally, Kevin Durant playing at home for the Suns. At forward, standing six foot ten from the University of Texas, number 35, Kevin Durant. Tasted, Minnesota. <laughs> Thank you, Timberwolves, for being served up to the Suns on it's Wednesday beautiful night. beautiful right there. The Suns win. Suns win. 4-0 with KD. What if Vince's voice did that cool echo thing when they were doing Bickley and Murata every morning, too? Like, every time he finished a sentence, it echoed and echoed mm. like that? I didn't hear it. You didn't hear that? No. Oh, we're going to play it again. So. At forward, standing 6-10 from the University of Texas. Number 35, Kevin Durant.
Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, whatever, Luke. <laughs> On to Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Uh, well, the D-backs look good for the first two innings, and then uh, not so much against the Dodgers. Here's Tori Lovello. It just looked like at times we were we were not not in a good position to strike the baseball. The first three innings were, were great. We had three hits over two innings and scored a couple runs, and then it stalled out. I think we got one hit for the final four and a half, or five innings. So um, we just got to get back to our fundamentals and the things we're good at. Yeah. That sounded like a July post-game press conference. <laughs> Luke, I swear I was I was thinking the exact same thing. It sounds like they've lost 10 in a row. I think some of it is maybe... Uh, he's got to be somewhere. He's, gotta, he's trying to keep his voice down. Yeah, I think it's that. That's what it is. Like it's got to be. When you can that hear the silence. That doesn't sound like Tori. No, it doesn't. Like, hey, Tory. One loss and Tori's kind of down here. You could, just, you know, I know. It could still go 161 and one. It had to be Tory. where he was yeah. at that point in time and just wanted to keep it down. I think you're right because when it's that quiet in the microphone, I, like you can hear silence. You're like, oh, okay, everybody's miserable. <laughs> Uh, all right, on to Friday. Friday. Friday, D-backs get the Dodgers at 7-10 tonight. So Merrill Kelly with a chance to maybe even that series up. you got the Suns Nuggets at Footprint Center tonight. And you've got the Coyotes hosting the Stars at Mullet Arena. Busy uh, busy night around the Valley again. Yeah, time, yes. I'm going to be busy as well, though. <laughs> got a lot of things. Thank, thank goodness, Basin O'Neill, for DVR. Seriously, it's the best thing in the world. It's a game changer. If you are, Especially when all three teams are playing at the same time. Oh! Speaking of DVR, I've got this DVR. That's, uh, that's it for us. We're out of here. Thanks to Rick behind the glass for Wolf. I'm Luke. we got Burns and Gambo coming up next right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Da 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 da